on the floor, now my jewelry box froze Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove, counted millions in a cold Bad bitch, booted swole, got her on bankroll Can't fold, that's a no, headshot, case closed What is up guys, it's Andy Priscilla And this is the show for the realists Say goodbye to the lies, the fake, the same delusions Of modern society and welcome to motherfucking reality Guys, today we have Andy And DJ And Mike Yoder Cruise the motherfucking internet. That's fucking right. If you guys don't know who Mike Yoder is, you're missing the boat. Yeah, this yeah. motherfucker's suing everybody. Everybody. Okay? He's, he's getting our rights back. He's fighting for freedom. He's a young man with no fucking fear. Thanks for coming, bro. Hey, thanks for having me on. And yeah. just want to put a plug in. We're not getting our rights back. We're just enforcing them because they haven't gone anywhere to yeah. begin with. That's, that's so, actually a great So we're, we're going to start exercising them because yeah. people are too afraid to actually stand up for anything. Yeah. Anymore. Uh, so just want to put that plug in. They didn't go anywhere yet, but if you don't start fighting, they damn well will. That's right. So, dude, tell us a little bit about yourself, man, because, like, here's what I'm going to tell people. I've been following you online. I've been watching you fight. I've been watching you fight the hardest out of almost anybody that I've seen for this last two years plus. Um, give people a little insight where you come from, what, what got you here to the center of this, this bullshit that's going on in the world. Well, you know, it's it's funny because I had no idea that I would be doing anything constitutional litigation wise. I just went to law school, sort of, you know, what's going to happen? And I started to really think and throughout COVID, just the isolation and especially, you know, being as vocal as I am, it ostracized me from family, friends, you know, going through a lot. And it really all goes back to the first 48 hours of my life. And I was adopted at two days old. My biological mother was 15 when she had me. I was her second child, uh, put me up for adoption, and I was adopted by parents that were 45 and 47 at the time, made less than 40K a year. Um, my mom was a bank teller. My dad worked in a printing press, and we ended up moving to like rural central PA. It was a town of 1,200 people. I graduated from a high school that was like 495 out of 514 in the state. And I was three and a half hours from the closest city, three and a half from New York City, Philly, four hours from Pittsburgh. There was one restaurant and, and, and Subway, if you want to count Subway. So two. <laughs> There's always going to be a Subway uh, yeah, somewhere I here. Mean, <laughs> I, I still eat it to this day, but I can't, I can't shake it because that's like what I grew up yeah, on. I did it. But my point was, is that the Constitution enabled me because of the rights that it provided for me to come from the quintessential demographic of what should have been either an aborted baby or someone that's just unsuccessful that can't do anything. And I think it's just absolute bullshit because, you know, it wasn't easy for me, but there's a difference between a barrier and a hurdle, a hurdle you can overcome, a barrier precludes you. And if we had a black president, there's no way in hell anyone can say that skin color is now a barrier. Sure, there may be hurdles, there might be adversity, but everyone has their own, you know, shit. Everyone has their own stuff to deal with and overcome. And for me to go from that environment to getting into college, I did get a job to take the SAT because I didn't know it cost 300 bucks. And for me to go from that to getting into college, to going to law school, to graduating, to getting a job, to doing this on my own, to opening two businesses, like the bottom line is just do it. I mean, just like stop being afraid, stop fearing and doubting yourself. And, you know, that's why I care so much about these rights, because it is the American dream. There's nowhere else in the world you can live and nowhere. become and do anything and everything that you want to do on your own. Bro, I not only just, yeah, <laughs> I love that so much. And it's so, it, it's refreshing. Like, man. I don't know if you, if you know this, because you and I basically, we just chat on Instagram text via it. And, and uh, like, dude, 
that's the exact same reason I care so much. Legitimately. Um, I, I come from a, a regular people's background. Okay. I did have some smart parents that taught me some shit, but we were able to create amazing things coming from very, very, very humble beginnings uh, because of the freedoms that we have here in this country. Yeah. And I, what I recognize is that, you know, if we don't fucking fight for these ones, other people behind me won't have these opportunities to do what we've done here. And that's something that's been like my whole entire driving force, but, behind being so vocal and so uh, aggressive and you know, just frustrating as it can be. Yeah. Yeah. I fucking hate it. I'd rather just go make money and all that. Like, but it's imperative. Yeah. Yeah. I mean like the biggest thing to me is it's like, not only are we doing this to preserve what has been established and what this country should be for future generations, but also hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people since the founding of this country have died yeah. fighting for these rights. I mean, that's right. People have given up their life and fought in wars. So you have the right to talk shit about them. Yeah. And if you want to talk about nobility, valor, honor, things of that nature, the fact that you can go into combat as a service member in any of the given branches and risk your life, knowing that people are going to shit all over you and you get back. I mean, when, one of the biggest things you can do is if you see someone wearing a Vietnam a war veteran hat is go up and say welcome home to them because they didn't get a welcome home yeah. you know it's things that go back it's historical pretext it's historical context and i hear all the time people saying oh you know i don't know if i want to have kids anymore i don't want to bring kids into the world right now and my response is no it's it's the opposite like good people need to be having more kids having families getting married keep the nuclear family up it's like down to like seven or 27 percent or something like that it's the lowest that it's been I think historically, or at least in the last half century, because they're pushing these agendas, they're pushing this racial divide, this gender divide, they're making up 972 fucking options as to whether you sit or stand to take a piss in the morning. Right. And I frankly can't even keep up with it. It's, it's just destroying the entire existence of what this country is founded on, which is individual accountability, self you know, regulation, and being, you know, having a higher power than government in terms of like a Christian nation. Uh, dude, Hundred percent agree, bro. <laughs> Musk, yeah, Musk just talks about this, dude. You, you've probably heard him talk about it. About the problem isn't that they, we need less people. The problem is we need more people. Mm. He talks about how society is going to collapse without people starting to reproduce. Mm. You ever hear him talk about that? Yeah, I it's mean, interesting. Elon has a lot of very interesting takes on a lot of things, and and you know, one of the things that he does is that he pushes the envelope and pushes people to think. And it's yeah. not necessarily he's a polarizing figure, no doubt. Uh, you know, there's certain things he does that I agree with. There's certain you know what's weird does. though, like really, dude. When I hear him, it's just common sense shit. Like it's funny, common sense is not polarizing. No, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, th- I think a lot of like one of the big things is like the business de- decision of putting uh, a Tesla factory in the same you know province within China where the Uyghurs are, mm. and you know there, there's there's some ethical concerns of stuff like that. I don't know enough about it, so I don't comment on it because I'm intelligent enough to keep my mouth shut until I know all the facts on something right. before I jump the gun. Yeah. Because that's what bites you in the ass. The internet's forever. And, you know, the, the entire account defiant L's is literally based on screenshots of someone saying one thing and then saying the next. And it happens all the time. And despite the fact that they're just having their hypocrisy put on full display, people still look at these people with like deity. Yeah. yeah. And they just like, Revere, there's like that Brooklyn dad defiant dude in yeah. New York, that big yeah. mega douche. Yeah. He just <laughs> shit talks all day. Yeah. He's like, raise your hand if you know Biden's not responsible for inflation. I'm like, have you ever picked up a fucking book? Yeah. <laughs> it's not Putin. Yeah. Yeah. No, bro, it is Putin. Everything's <laughs> Putin. Putin. That, dude, 
Listen, everything is Putin. You, dude. I thought it was thanks Obama. Yeah. Now it's thanks now, Putin. It's Putin. This? It's fucking Putin's fault, bro. But did your, did your hair went away? Yeah, I'm bald. That's, That's just a look, though, bro. No, it is. Right. Thank you, Putin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you guys know how the show works. All right. Uh, we, we talk about three different topics, actually four. So, um, sometimes five. Yeah, sometimes five or whatever the fuck we want to do. That's what we do here. Okay. <laughs> and that's what we're going to do today. Yeah. So there is a fee. What's yep. the fee, DJ? Have guys, you, the, the, you know the, how, Yeah. I'm going to give you a shot at it. I got right? a little bit of it, guys. You've you been practicing? I have been All practicing. Right, let's go. I, I did it with my dot. We role played last night. All right. Uh, oh, you did? Oh, he's right. Dot. <laughs> Were you blushing? <laughs> you guys role played? You weren't supposed to tell anybody. <laughs> guys, the fee is simple. If you learn something, uh, which you definitely will, if you laughed, you, which you definitely will, uh, if you just became a better person, which you definitely will by listening to this show, all that we ask is you share it. We don't That's run it. ads. We don't we don't shove advertisements down your faces. It's all word of mouth. So if we do good, yeah. do good for us and share the show. That's it. Good car that? It's good karma to share the show. Was that good? It, it, was, it was a six. Okay. But you did, it's better than what you usually do. <laughs> all right. So anyway, let's go <laughs> let's, with the first topic. Let's get with it, guys. Yeah. We got CTI. Here, uh, and also, if you want to see any of these uh, articles, links, pictures, videos, Go to andyforseller.com. You can find them all there. With that being said, headline number one. Headline reads, Elon Musk buys 9.2% stake in Twitter, making him the largest shareholder. Uh, so Elon just purchased uh, the largest amount of stock in Twitter, uh, making him the largest shareholder in the company's history. News of the purchase sent shares of Twitter soaring 22% in early trading. Musk did not disclose what he paid for the shares, uh, but it's uh, his stake was worth $2.9 billion um, as of the close of targeting uh, trading Friday, this past Friday, um, and the $3.5 billion uh, after the spike early Monday morning. Uh, Musk filings did not disclose the purpose of the purchase or any plans for the company, um, but he has been a high-profile critic of Twitter policies in the past. Uh, last month, he said that he was giving, quote, serious thought to creating a new social media platform. Um, and, and also since then, Twitter has also uh, promoted Elon Musk to the uh, board of directors uh, for Twitter. So interesting, interesting stuff happening here. Mm -hmm. What's your thoughts? Mm. You know, dude, this is it's first of all, he's rich as fuck. I mean, <laughs> I, I, that's a lot of money. Uh, hey, listen, I aspire to be that rich for the sole reason of just doing whatever the fuck I want like this. OK, because um, I would have bought this shit a long time ago <laughs> and I would have made like a public kicking of Jack Dorsey off the door. Yeah, you know, no it would have been fucking awesome. But fuck yeah. But, you know, I tweeted on January 10th, 2021, Elon Musk should buy Twitter and delete it. Yeah, you fucking called it. <laughs> it's been a year, it's what, 15 months, yeah. 14 months. And I was like, Elon should buy Twitter and delete it. You were the one that made that tweet. That tweet went viral. And all of a sudden, shit comes around again. And I'm like, hey guys, maybe after like 200 times in a row that I've said something and then it came to fruition, we Wait. could learn Wait. from our mistakes Wait. and start listening. Andy, is that you? I don't this know is Randy Cusuelo, <laughs> I mean, uh, holy hell. It's like just the writing is on the walls. It's just like, we're, you know, it's, I don't know if we're trying to read it like Braille or something. <laughs> Dude, but like, trust me, bro. I feel your pain. Yeah. All right. The, uh, you know, on this situation, dude, it's really hard for me to figure out what's going on here. I, I, I like to like Elon. Okay. And like, I, I yeah. like a lot of the shit he says, 
Um, I mean, I think he names his kids weird shit, but I mean, I think overall- He's a he's car a, guy. He's a cool real. dude. Yeah. Okay. Like he owns a, a McLaren F1, which is like the holy grail of cars. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know what to think about this because part of me is like, I've seen everybody be like, oh, dude, Elon's taking over Twitter, right? Yeah. And then I'm like, hold on. What if it's just to manipulate crypto? Dude. He, I just thought of that right now. Yeah. I'm like, what is his stake in it? I know that he likes to just do stuff. Well, but there's all he's always pointed like every decision that he makes, there is an intent to it. Like he's it yeah, seems impulsive, sure. but there's he's, always some like he's a very reason. strategic dude. I don't think he gives that big of a shit about free speech to the point that he's willing to drop billions into it. I don't know. But bro. I think that if it's an ancillary benefit because he has multiple, you know, sticks in the fire, like what if, like every time he would tweet something about Dogecoin, the market should just like just go haywire. So. What if he does free speech, but under the veiled guise of being able to regulate the crypto market more? I mean, I don't know. It's another angle. I that thought, about, yeah. Well, the angle I was thinking about, bro, you know, was <clears throat> okay. I'm very anti-globalist. All mm -hmm. right, Klaus Schwab kissed my fucking ass. Yep. And these guys push the Green New Deal so hard, and they're pushing towards electric cars and all the shit. It's making Elon very fucking rich. Their whole political agenda. He already made that money back. Listen, <laughs> this dude's getting paid off of their fucking agenda, 100%. He was, he was the one that said, I know this is going to be detrimental to Tesla, but reopen the pipeline because yeah. it's common sense. Okay. Reopen the pipeline, the refineries. So, so it's my conspiracy theory mind, okay? Uh, it's hard for me to figure out what's going on with this dude because... I feel like he does care about free speech and I feel like he is selfless enough to act in ways that don't necessarily serve his self-interest. I actually think we're going to find out a whole lot about how Elon Musk is as a person coming up soon because dude, if I were as rich as him, I would do a lot of good shit. Yeah. Like, and I think, but it doesn't, it doesn't compute properly in my brain that the globalists are making him wealthy and then he's buying shit to, and promoting anti-globalist talking points throughout what he's saying. And so, like, there's, like, a weird circle happening here. And, and part of me wonders, like, is this guy, is he a good guy or is he playing a good guy for those guys or what's going on? And so, like, maybe I'm thinking about it too hard, but fuck. I, like, I, dude, what, what, what if at, like, the first board does meeting? It, wait, does that make sense what I'm trying no, to no, do? Yeah, no, it does. I think what you're trying to do, though, is you're trying to figure out an equation where there's four different numbers you need and you only have two of them and you're yeah. sitting there trying to figure the answer yeah. out because you don't have all the variables. Yeah, it's you're going to rack me. your brain left and right yeah. until you have all the known factors you need. Like, there's not enough information there yeah. to actually make a, a decision on Elin because there's circumstantial, you know, actions or conduct that alluded to him being a good person, that he does care about free speech, that he yeah. does want to bolster society and do selfless things. But then there's other things where you're just like, I've seen this before. That, yeah. That's right. And, and the self-serving interest yeah. of quid pro quos that go back and forth. So I just it, hope that's not what it is, bro, because like we've had enough of that. Like it yeah. would be really cool. Like, I don't know what he's doing. I don't know if it's good or I bad. I think I anyone tell, does. But I would really like him. I think it would be really fucking cool if he did two things. Okay. One, if he really did take over and restore free speech and actually became a true purveyor and advocate for free speech through his actions and uses his wealth for that, because that is definitely part of their global plan. Yeah. That's the first thing I, I would really love to see him do. Um, I don't, I'm, I'm like you, bro. I don't know enough about him to say, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, I, I, I'm really usually a good judge, but this dude's so fucking good. 
that it's really hard to tell what he's thinking. Yeah. Yeah. And, and one of the things I think a lot of people don't realize, by the way, is like, what is free speech? Like yeah. the notion of free speech, people are like First Amendment rights on Twitter. And I'm just coming at this from a legal angle because I think it's important that people actually understand this is that the First Amendment applies to the government infringement on yeah. your right to speak. It doesn't apply to a corporation. Right. Twitter is a privately held corporation. But then we have an argument there, Mike, where it's like, okay, I that is the law, but we never made that law. That the way that was was designed before this technology existed. So how do we reframe the technology so that we? Because so much. Well, we, I mean, Twitter is the de facto public square. I mean, I don't right. think any any dispute about that. And I think that there's viable arguments to argue that big tech conglomerates like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter are de facto arms of the government. I mean, they unequivocally interfered yeah, they, they in the election. Yeah. I mean, I mean they donate. I mean, you can donate it with corporate PAC money and super PAC money like Citizens United was a 2010 case that changed everything. But the fundamental thing is that Section 230, which is at the core of this, it was actually enacted with a really good purpose. So the notion of Section 230, think about it in the context of this analogy that you're walking down the sidewalk and someone has a backyard that's fenced in. And on the outside of that fenced in backyard, they just hung a big bulletin board. If you walk by, anyone walking by on that sidewalk can just post whatever they want on that bulletin board. If someone posts a bomb threat or they, they have like a death threat or a hit list or something you or drug dealing, you shouldn't be penalized because of what they pin on that board. That's the concept behind Section 230. It immunizes you for making a public internet service provider a platform available for people to post where you don't get in trouble. You, don't, you shouldn't be sued because someone else- the owner of the billboard. Correct. Right. But the problem is, is that what happened was there was a case called Model Mayhem where, and again, the child trafficking, the child sex stuff, the kitty porn, model that mayhem, stuff has always been around. The, the, the broker, the model broker. It was like the, it was imagine OnlyFans girls that went to Hot Topic. <laughs> I remember, no, I remember 10 model, years ago. Model Mayhem was like a, a site that all the, the models like did their like bookings off of. Escort shit. I, no, I think it was, I think it was a little of that. And I think yeah. it's actual, I think it was it, both. It was, it was like, yeah, it was like, it was like OnlyFans girls went called? to Hot Topic. And, but there <laughs> I mean, if that's, your, if that's your thing, I didn't take you for that type of guy, but I, I mean, if that's your thing, couch, man, bro, I mean, uh, probably I, it. I was just on the show. It was just, that was just show yeah, stuff. But I said, there's a couch you know, Yeah. You open your computer in public there. Uh, next, you, you, the thing was that they were having minors on there and model mayhem didn't remove the content because if they yeah. interfered, then they were afraid that they would open themselves up to liability. So then they came out with this exception. If it's violent or if it's harmful or offensive, things like that, like very blanket terms, then you could suppress it. So now that's why you're seeing, oh, this is violent. This is, you know, misinformation, blah, blah, blah. And that's the crutch that they're relying on to suppress everyone. The problem is though, yeah. like that, that, that is so manipulated because we're relying on people who are obviously biased because when you can delete the president of the fucking United States off of Twitter, but you still allow the Taliban leaders and the fucking ISIS leaders to, to still well, be able dude, to- Well, dude, clearly there's bias. That's what I'm I saying. Mean, there's so no like, argument for that. Like, my my but, point is, if we're going to do that, let's make sure it's fucking- No, no, no. The point equal. is we should not fucking do that. Yeah. People should be, there. in my opinion, there should be full disclosure to everybody about everything that's going on, mm. even in the within the government. Yeah. Okay? Aliens, fuck yeah. Yep. Fucking whatever the fuck is in the ice cap under Antarctica, yeah, tell yes. us about that. Yeah. Tell us about, I want to know about everything. There has All to be right? transparency. Yeah, because, dude, here's the problem. We've gotten to a point now where we don't trust fucking anybody. Right. I don't even trust my motherfucking going to, going to the doctor and anymore. Dude, that's just as dangerous. Like, that's, that's, the, that's the crazy part that nobody understands. It, like, the boy who cries wolf, there's another side of that story. Yeah, you know I, what I'm saying? Because the problem is when that wolf really fucking comes. Do you trust anybody? Fuck no. I don't either. Like, you? nobody. Three people. Okay, that's what I'm saying. And that's what this has done to the mm -hmm. world. This has created a scenario over the last two years with the media 
uh, tech and all this collusion that's happened to where we know, like now, like, dude, it doesn't matter what CNN fucking says. It doesn't matter. Even if it's true, I'm going to think the opposite is true because of what they've done for the last fucking however many years. And that's you you who thinks. Yeah. So like you go from one end to the other. But what happens when they're telling the truth and I think, oh shit, that's fucking bullshit. Right. Right. That's dangerous. Well, you you don't know. I mean, like there's articles like just blatant lies saying they're going to confirm the first black Supreme Court justice. I'm like, have you looked at a picture of them? Yeah. There, know, there's dude. one that stands out yeah. <laughs> and it's my favorite one so yeah. they're like oh you're racist i'm like no the black judge is the one i own that's the only one i like yeah <laughs> you know he's like the yeah. only judge i really like on the court yeah, yeah. so it, it and it's also because he just literally follows the law he it, just does what he's supposed to do that's it, exactly it, right it's, it's not about you know robert's swinging back and forth i mean kavanaugh acb a lot of people cave under pressure and i'm not going to go into you know issues dealing with judges that that you know aren't people because like they still have emotions they still have play in this they still have things that they worry about in their personal lives but with Sotomayor saying like oh I'm not going to come on the bench because Gorsuch was wasn't wearing a mask I mean stop with the theater if you're genuinely scared about that then that concerns me yeah I mean you made up statistics during that oral argument saying 100,000 plus kids died but what was more concerning was you didn't understand the principles of federalism by well if the federal government can do it why can't they uh it's the Constitution says <laughs> that there is different rules yeah. for states. Sovereign immunity, 11th Amendment. I mean, you look at the 14th Amendment, you look at the police powers, if it's reserved to the states. All of this stuff is like, that would be like going to a mechanic and having him put air in your tires and him looking to turn your turn signal on. Yeah. Like, just so far outside of what realm a Supreme Court justice should be doing. And it's just frankly embarrassing. Yeah, I agree, dude. You know what would be cool for Elon? If he walks into the first fucking board of uh, board of directors meeting, he's like, "All right, Trump's coming back on the fucking Hold on. Twitter." I think the I think that the I think the reason he was made this is what I do think. I think the reason he was offered a board seat right away is they are trying to play uh, <clears throat> control. They're trying to control the damage that he's about to cause. That's what I think. Like, what do you mean? Like, dude, if he owns nine percent of Twitter as a passive investor and he's still on fucking Twitter talking shit about fucking Twitter, mm. that's damaging. Yeah. Okay, so how do you want to prevent that? Oh, hey, come with us. Be on our board. We'll, we'll make these decisions together. Mm. And, and that's what I think. I think that that dude who's the CEO, the new CEO of Twitter. The past, past, is, how do you I, say his name? I think, I think Musk is going to work him the fuck out. Mm. That's my personal opinion. Um, but I got another thing, that Elon, my second thing about Elon. Uh, hey, dude, Elon, people would like your cars better if they made like noises and the <laughs> steering wheel vibrated and shit. Like make it an experience, bro. Like hire me to consult. Yeah. Okay. I'm an avid car collector. I can help you make the driving experience like very cool. It's, it, you're not doing that yet. Yeah. And the first company that does that is going to beat the shit out of you. Mm. So invite me onto your fucking boat or whatever the fuck you got yeah. and let me help you figure this out because dude you're missing a big part of the market there that's all i gotta say <laughs> i love it man. It's i can't truth. wait for like the day that like autonomous driving comes by and like when you go to repossess your vehicle they just like just that shit just dri- that shit just drives itself yeah. back to the dealership that, well, that's the fucking goal i mean yeah i've already done that but dude done that. i saw this electric there was this electric motorcycle i can't remember the name of it uh but my friend brett david who owns lamborghini miami uh was riding it and dude it it like made noises, okay? Like when you gave it throttle, it made a throttle noise, but like it made like an electric throttle noise. It was like, like some Tron, like Tron shit. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was cool as fuck. And I'm like, bro, why don't they do that with the cars? 
Does your car make cool noises? No, it sucks. Okay. Now <laughs> it's great for you. I know you love it and you worked very hard for it. But for me, it's about Cyanic, listen, guys. for me, like that would be like me getting a lap dance from a dude. Okay. Like I'm just not into it. All right. But you know, maybe you made some different noises. 20 bucks is 20 bucks. <laughs> I'm just saying driving for a real driver is an experience and the electric market yeah. lacks experience. Mm. And it, if we made in a visceral experience within an electric car, people would people would adopt it more. That's all I'm saying. I have a Tesla, and I am literally getting rid of it on Saturday. Yeah. Uh, and I just bought a Mercedes AMG yeah. because I literally every reason that you just said. But the other thing, too, is that people don't realize until you drive in an autonomous vehicle how much thought goes into driving, even just basic driving on the highway. Because my shit tried to commit suicide when I'm driving down to Florida. Like, they had the pylons out in the right lane where they were trying to do you know push you into the left lane because they're doing construction and i and i hit the turn signal to start shifting over into the lane and it starts to move and it's like oh i don't want to be over here and rips back and took my mirror off on the side of my car and i was like what yeah that's just dangerous it, it, dude. like you ripped yourself into the pylon yeah like what if that was a car what if that was a person yeah you know and yeah. i had no control that happens over all it. the time by so the way bro the, after that yeah. that was when i was just like first off this sucks yeah. second of all now I'm pissed. Third of all, you when you go to charge, they're the lines are backed up forever. And then yeah, it's it comes in handy and like the the tech on it's cool and stuff. But like it's not a car in the sense of like what we're Dude, used think to. If you like, hit the gas, bro, and the and the steering wheel gave you like a vibration, like a real car, and it made like like a fucking George Jetson noise or some shit, you know, like when it went yeah. like it, that would be cool. Like it would be they could make it cool. Man, yeah. hire me to make it cool. Yeah, they have, like, they have whoopee cushions in like the seats and yeah, shit. Yeah, there you go. It's like you, you can make someone think that they're like shitting themselves in the back seat when you put the turn signal on, but you can't put an exhaust sound on it. Yeah, no shit. No shit. Those some spinning rims on the motherfucker. What kind of AMG are you going to get? I got the uh, E53. Dude, AMG makes some badass oh, shit, it's, bro. It's amazing. I, I mean, just got one this morning myself. It's I got that the new uh, the, the GT Black Series. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I just got it delivered. Like literally, I got to see it for 30 seconds this morning. We can go look at it after the show if you want. Hell yeah. Yeah. All right. Headline number two. But anyway, that good choice. <laughs> it's convertible too because I'm moving down to Miami. I'm yeah. getting out of D.C. And I was like, I don't care what anyone says. Driving a convertible by the beach just changes everything. Yeah. And Put I get a good my, my white ass gets my forehead so burnt, though. <laughs> like, I mean, I look like a lobster. Uh, <laughs> so maybe uh, maybe I need to get outside more. But hey, it's all good, man. We, we, we like all the skin tones here. <laughs> we don't discriminate. Yeah. No, we discriminate equally. Oh, do we? Everybody gets it. Yeah, fuck you, Syed. Syed's <laughs> <laughs> getting the heat today. There he is. All right, guys, headline number two. Headline reads, Texas will bus migrants to the nation's capital, Abbott says. I, say no more. <laughs> I fucking love this. I do love it. Now go. I do love it. All right. Uh, so the governor of Texas said just this past Wednesday uh, that his state will start busing and flying undocumented immigrants to the nation's capital. Uh, escalating his clash with the Biden administration over border policy and its plans to phase out pandemic era restrictions. Governor Greg Abbott uh, announced that busing, uh, the busing as part of a broader crackdown amid rising illegal crossing and fears that restoring old policies will overwhelm border communities. For two years, a federal health order called Title 42 has allowed the government to expel more than 1.7 million migrants in the name of controlling COVID-19. Um, now, Andy, I know you're saying, well, here's a statement from uh, the, the governor 
said, uh, quote, we are sending them to the United States Capitol where the Biden administration will be able to more immediately address the needs of the people that they are allowing to come across our borders, he said. Uh, Busing already helps redistribute uh, migrants within Texas, the governor said. So uh, I said, I got a better idea, he continued. As opposed to busing these people to San Antonio, let's continue the ride all the way to D.C. Now, here's the thing. And our mutual friend, uh, Ian Smith, just tweeted this out. I pulled it up here. He says, uh, why are we celebrating busing illegal immigrants further inside our country to Washington, D.C.? Seems to me that if we're putting them on buses, we should be shipping them back across the border. Another theatrical victory for conservatives. You know, I actually I see both sides. I, listen, Ian's right. Yeah. First of all. OK, but I will 100 percent celebrating making those people in Washington, D.C., extremely fucking uncomfortable seeing what they've fucking created. Agree. Because these people that come across, for the most part, are very poor. They're very destitute. And bro, you've seen that video of Hillary Clinton walking into like a normal person's apartment. You ever seen that? And she freaks the fuck out at like how, like, oh. you, all of us would be like, yeah, this is, this is how the, the rest of the world lives. This is my apartment. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like totally mortified to be in there. Yeah. Um, those people need to see this mm-hmm. and those people need to see what they've created and they need to see what's going on. And I can't think of a better way, but to drop them on the fucking doorstep. I, I think it's a great fucking play. Like I, I, I'm not mad at the play. I get it. I get it. But Ian, I agree with Ian too. I mean, it's yeah. like if you can't beat them, join them type thing where obviously, yeah. you know, the home run is getting them out of the country. The other thing too is, well, they should have never been here. No. And I mean like, like this, this whole fucking idea of, Oh, we're the, we're, we're the place where everybody comes. Bro, fuck that dude. Listen, this is America, bro. Except yeah. if you're from Cuba, because when you've actually experienced communism and you're an immigrant, they yeah. will do everything in their power to prevent you from coming into the country. <clears throat> but if you're coming from poor countries like Honduras, Mexico, those areas where they're just going to give you handouts upon arrival. Yeah. And then you're obviously going to vote blue because they probably they probably registered you yeah. to vote at the same time. Yeah. California has bills pending That's to make them cops. Pe- bro, people don't fucking understand what's happening. They think this is like, all, oh, dude, this is a feel good thing. They're trying to replace. People say, "Oh, the replacement theory is some sort of conspiracy theory." What no, the not. fuck are you talking about? Every fucking Democrat in the world is talking about letting illegal immigrants fucking vote yeah. in our in our elections. Yeah. Like, dude, that makes zero sense to anybody, and everybody knows it simultaneously. And, and, they, and they've used it to. And, and when you say, "Oh, I don't agree with that," what, like you're some sort of you're one of the is like whatever the one they appropriately think they choose up for that day. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> uh, how about this? Americans live in America. Yeah. Hondurans live in fucking Honduras. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> or well, just go through the process lawfully. That, exactly. I have no I'm problem with that. That's how my family pro, came here. I'm the biggest pro-immigration person there is. It's just called lawful immigration. There's a difference. That's it. If you're a kid. Lawful you're waiting, immigrant right here. You're waiting lawful in line. Lawful immigrant right here. Yeah. And it and I bet that you guys are more pissed off than anyone because it's not an easy process. Mike, especially to get citizenship. Co- these two dudes right here hate what's going on in the world more than fucking anybody in this building. You know why? Because they come from places like you're talking about where they understand like shit's really good here. Like we got it good. They're trying to destroy it. He under, He's from Bosnia. He's from India. Okay. These, we live in the greatest land in the world. These motherfuckers are dismantling it. Most of these liberal fucks that are pro human rights and shit and make up this thing about illegal immigrants coming here being a good thing. You guys have no fucking idea what they're trying to do. They're trying to take away your power in your own fucking country. Right. 
They want these people to vote and have a say and vote for that. This is all. They are destroying your neighborhoods. Mm -hmm. They are bringing in high crime individuals. They are bringing in people that are criminals. They are allowing these people to come into your neighborhoods so they can get a fucking vote. They are willing to put you in danger to stay in power. That should bother people. There's nothing more important to career and establishment politicians than retaining power. If you need better examples, look at the state of emergency that doesn't exist in California that's being extended. Look what they did to your kids. The kids and the, the number of issues that young children that have with speech and their like speech impediments, drooling, uh, inability to pronounce words correctly because they can't see the mouth move with the words at the same time for over two years. I mean, they're creating it's, it's educational decline. They're focusing on the this veiled guise of, of human rights. Well, my question, OK, oh, you're you're pro-life. Well, why is it that you're only pro-life when it comes to murderers and rapists, but not innocent babies? Or why is it that when you're cl you're claiming that there should be a choice? Well, the life that you're taking never had a choice. But what about the little girl who's in a bathroom where a where a man with gender dysphoria, which was always a medical disorder and you know, you don't just delete the condition by taking it out of the dictionary. It's not like you can eradicate cancer by calling cancer something else or getting rid of cancer. Just like you can't change being a man and being a woman. Like the moment that you are born, you have chromosomes. Why is it you can tell historically when you dig up bones from five, six, seven hundred years ago, whether it was a man or a woman? Because they're genetically different. They have predispositions, chemically different bones, body, muscle mass. And you're going to let a little girl go to a bathroom. And guess what? The worst part is, is that that six, seven, eight year old little girl where they were traveling, her father couldn't go in the bathroom because he identifies as a man to protect her. But as long as he throws a wig and some heels on, then it's OK. And now your kid is being subjected to whatever happens in there. I mean, it's just threatening. It's endangering our kids' welfare. It's fucking it's scary, dude. Disgusting. It's traumatizing these fucking kids. Imagine being a imagine being a, a five year old little girl and having a grown fucking man dressed up as a woman, fucking standing next to you in the bathroom. I mean, I can't think of, I can't think of anything that's more traumatizing than that type of assault. I mean, it's almost worse than murder in a lot of ways because it takes away your ability to love and have intimacy at like, you know, prolonged effects of like yeah. sexual assaults and, and abuse on, on young minor children because you can't trust, you can't love, you can't be intimate. And, and I mean, taking away like the most sanctimonious, you know, parts of life. I mean, obviously joy and happiness come in other forms too, but the whole notion of getting married and having children and raising a family is just destroyed before you even got a chance to start. And, you know, I think it, I, I think it should be a capital offense. I think that I agree. Know, being a predator. And I also don't think that being there's no place for that shit. Bro. No. I mean, there's something wrong with you. If you've done it once, you're going to do it again. In my, uh, you, it's not a mistake. Like no. there's something that's just fucked up with you. If you, yeah. and, and they're pushing it in Disney of all people. I, Dude, I agree with you a million percent, bro. It's fucked up. Glenn Maxwell was there in 1985 on stage with Mickey. Yeah. Why is that? <laughs> right. Why do they run cruises right off the fucking coast of Jeff Jeffrey Epstein's fucking island? Did you know the they address? They stopped their snorkeling tour off the fucking coast of his island. The address That's on SpongeBob's true. driver's license is the same address as Jeffrey Epstein's compound. If you look up SpongeBob SquarePants driver's license, it's the same address as Epstein Island. Is that real shit? Hell yeah. Look it up. Damn. I mean, look at all the... Th I don't know look that. at the gift card with Disney. It's Mickey all holding a penis. dick as her dress. Do you see that? No, but I mean, I've seen all the, a lot I of mean, the shit. I mean, it's just disgusting. You're not going to convince... I'm going to tell you this. 
I'm not a cancel culture dude, but I'll tell you this. I ain't fucking doing shit for Disney ever again. Fuck you. Yeah. Like that. Walt would roll over in his grave. Would he? Hell yeah. I mean, would he? We don't know him. I mean, based Fuck, on dude, like what I, he's Apparently he's a whole bunch of these motherfuckers are into fucking little kids that we don't know about. Like. <laughs> Alex Jones has been right. <laughs> yeah. He, Alex Jones is like the Simpson. Like, he's like the Simpsons the in Simpsons. real life. But I mean, bro, think about this. Like, really think about this. Like, pedophilia is not. There's a subculture there. Like, these people know each other. They communicate. They, they know how to, how to, like, find. Like, it's, it's, it's not. Damn, dude. That's your your first day at the office? No, that's the house. Oh, it always goes it is Emergency? I don't know. Oh. Well, anyway, the point is, is that. Scared the shit out of yeah, me. The point is, bro, is that, you know, these people have an entire subculture and you start reading into the conspiracy theories online, right? And everybody's like, oh, two years ago, it was like, oh, the fucking whole entire world and government's pedophiles, right? And everybody's like, that's fucking crazy. You're Q. You're this, that, the other. <laughs> two years later yeah. <laughs> no shit dude i mean right now the only difference between the truth between the conspiracy theory and the truth is about six to eight months that's it no dude shit. uh yeah. i mean also i find it very funny that they use the term conspiracy theory because theory is something that is not scientifically proven to yeah. be a fact but it is substantially likely to be true based on evidence and conspiracy by definition means two or more people trying to achieve that same outcome so calling it a conspiracy theory means that multiple people agree based on significant amounts of evidence that it's substantially likely to be true. So by using the term conspiracy theory... You're sort theory, of confirming it. Yeah, it's like bolstering the fact that no, a, more than one person agree, based on significant amounts of evidence, that it is, in fact, probable. Yeah. And, you know, I, it, it's the same thing that they do with, like, the OSHA Emergency Temporary Standard, the ETS, like the CMS mandate, or, or the, the private sector where they tried to mandate getting vaccines. I mean, they, the federal government thought that they could tell you that you had to force your employees to put something in their bodies that's not FDA approved. That's asinine. And it's an emergency temporary standard. Well, if it's an emergency, how the fuck is it a standard? And if it's a standard, how is it temporary? If it's an emergency, doesn't that just by definition negate the word temporary? Right. So in and of itself, it's bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. The language is fucking even bullshit. They just Look, want to regulate everyone. We, we talked about that, though. That's because a lot of those motherfuckers in, in, in politics are all lawyers, and they know how to fucking play that little word game. Well, look, dude. All I'm saying is this. No how, dicks in the pool. Uh, yeah. Okay, there's a I'm fucking sorry. dude in the pool. Uh, <laughs> how many fucking coincidences are we going to have here? Yeah. Like, this is not a conspiracy bro, I, theory. I, I would it's keep conspiracy. your kids away from Disney, dude. Yeah. Of all their shit. Like, I mean, you're shaking your head. Yeah, you agree? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, the one of the things that people don't pay attention to, I posted this a while ago. It's called, it was, it was the, the MCMs on coronavirus. This is a document uh, that I published. It was going back to, it was published on February 12th, 2016. It is in the NCBI bookshelf. It is peer-reviewed by the NIH. It's literally talking about the momentum has long since waned. There are no products available to treat or prevent SARS. Using coronavirus as an example is another line. It says the bat virus is a precursor, but is not the SARS that infects humans. But with funding from U.S. agencies for international development, so USAID, researchers in China have identified bat coronaviruses. And then Dasik, who is with EcoHealth Alliance, we've seen his name coming up recently. 
concurred with others that the general public in the United States is not aware or concerned with an outbreak until it arrives on the continent, at which point there is typically significant media attention. This is a document from 2016, February 12th, 2016. And then this is the other thing here. They're talking about developing a vaccination platform based on pandemics. It says, unfortunately, comma, the program ended in August 2009 due to the expiration of NIH grant and the disappearance of the threat when they were speaking about the H1N1 or, or Ebola. Who the fuck starts off the sentence with the pandemic ending with the word unfortunately? That's the first thing. And a key limitation, the disappearance of the threat, which resulted in the lack of will to pursue this vaccine development program further. Guys, it's about money. It's always been about money. This has always been about money. And you can't stop big pharma. Why? Because the federal government relies on the drugs that big pharma produces in order for it to operate. Because there are some drugs that are life-saving. There are drugs that people do legitimately need that they have to rely on big pharma. You criminally charge them, take away their manufacturing license, go after them in that route. You're canceling yourself. So big pharma has more power than the government. We saw that with the $2.3 billion fine that they got hit with for, for, for marketing Vioxx, I believe it was, saying that it was ineffective going through the fact that the drug, they just lied about its efficacy and they pay a fine by making a shell corporation, putting the money into the shell corporation and then the federal government just essentially liquidates it. Well, guess what that boils down to? As long as whatever fucked up stuff you're doing is more profitable than the fine you're going to get hit with from the federal government, guess what you have? That's called a business model, just devoid of ethics. <laughs> That's yeah, true. That's right, dude. And you yeah, can just man. replicate it, duplicate it, do it over and over and over again. And there is no greater yeah, business when model. Make, when you make a hundred fucking billion dollars and you got to pay two, that's pretty good. I'm okay. Hell yeah. That. And think yeah. about it. The demand, the, 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 the market is your health, right? So it's every human on earth that's alive. Health. It's also the most valuable commodity to every single person alive is their own life. On top of that, what is the product? It's an indefinite of supply because you can just replicate it. Third, what is the price? Per, what is the price point? whatever the hell we want it to be because we just get it paid from government tax dollars that we take from people who actually earn a living. And then how many times can we do it? Well, depends on how much money we dump back in through PACs to elected officials for them to push it on people. So now it's forcing people to put this into their body over the threat of taking their jobs or they lose their job and they're ostracized from society called grandma killers and shit. I mean, like it is the most ingenious business model but it's the most evil, dark thing that I can think of. But from an economic perspective, it's brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Why would you not do that? It's unlimited capital. And at, at, a, at, a, at a massive scale. Yeah, massive. And, you, and once you have it developed, if, you're, if you need some more money, just throw another vaccine out there. Throw another pandemic or another virus. Or how about this? How about give them something that causes a whole bunch of shit that you got to then give them drugs to fucking... Uh, fix. Oh yeah, like so, so. For example, Pfizer gets the FDA approval on Comirnaty, which, for the record, is like a concept car, right? Like it's a real car. It exists. You can see it. You can touch it. It's right there in front of you. No one has it. No one can buy it. And you don't know if they're ever going to make another one. It doesn't exist in the marketplace. No one's, you know, in possession of it. It's just like this one model. But then, like, oh well, it's interchangeable with this bullshit. If it was interchangeable, then why didn't you just give the FDA approval to the other drug in the first place? And why'd you want seventy-five years before you released what was actually in that drug? to the public. Secondly, when you're looking at it in the, in the context of that, oh, Pfizer gets the FDA approval and then all of a sudden Moderna and AstraZeneca are teaming up to combat heart inflammation. Well, guess right. what is a side effect of the vaccine? Myocarditis. And that is heart inflammation. So, oh, how about you serve as the remedy to the coronavirus problem? And then we'll cure the defect that's caused 
by the cure that you put out in the first place. That's how it works. Rico cases, people. Yeah, (laughs) that's real, man. Hit him with Rico. I've only been trying to explain that to you for two fucking years. Right. You know, fuck. Uh, guys, we're getting something over. Oh shit! I'm Is it breaking something. news? We got some breaking news, guys. Breaking news coming in hot for you. Breaking news headline reads: X Files. Pentagon releases 1,500 pages of secret documents about shadowy UFO program after a four-year battle. Guys, aliens are fucking real. We knew this though, but this shit gets really, really interesting. Uh, So the Pentagon has just released 1,574 pages of real-life X-Files related to its secretive UFO program after a four-year battle. The Sun Online first requested a copy of all, quote, files, reports, or video files related to the Advanced Aviation Threat Identification Program, or AATIP, on December 18th of 2017. The DIA, which is the uh, Defense Intelligence Agency, the Department of Defense spy arm, essentially, said, quote, some portions of the documents, quote, must be withheld in part due to privacy and confidentiality concerns. But the agency added that the DIA has not withheld any reasonably segregable non-exempt portions of the record. Here's where it gets freaking weird. The Bombshell Freedom of Information Act uh, report halls include reports of the DIA's research into the biological effects of UFO sightings in humans. And this includes people have, 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 have reported to get burns, heart problems, sleep disturbances, and even bizarre, uh, bizarre occasions such as apparent abduction or unaccounted for pregnancies. Unaccounted for pregnancies. By fucking aliens. Mm. No pun intended. All right. Okay. So... <laughs> But we're not supposed to believe the vaccine causes heart inflammation. Wait, 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 wait. Virtually by an alien. Hold on, I'm trying to put this That's shit together. Now. So bro, I, I think saw, we need some weed for this, on. bro. I'm trying to fucking, <laughs> I'm trying to put together this situation. So hey, honey, I was out, you know, on Saturday night. Oh hey, baby. I fucking saw a UFO. Oh, now yeah. I'm pregnant. Oh, <laughs> like is that is that what I'm? That's what they're saying, bro. So did anyone go full term? Like what does it look like? <laughs> Like, that would be my question. Like, all right, let's. Okay, so let's just say this is true. Yeah. How many women. <laughs> walking around. Yeah, walking around with little alien babies. All right. Or got, guess, got yelled at for cheating when they didn't cheat. I guess there is multiple genders now, guys. I mean, I don't, does that count? Yeah. That's species, I this think. This actually explains a lot. Yeah. This expl- yeah, it explains fucking TikTok real good. <laughs> So they, they do have documented uh, evidence. The DIA has collected doc- documented ad- uh, evidence that humans have been found to have been injured from, quote, exposures to anomalous vehicles, especially airborne and when in close proximity. They're talking about radiation burns that people are getting from being in close proximity to these. This is all in these uh, this, this Freedom of Information uh, requests um, that they just received. It took so four I years. saw this. This mm-hmm. came out, and I read, I read through some of it. And yeah. uh, one of the things that first came to my mind was, okay, I, I don't know if I can believe anything that they fucking put out. This is or, a distraction. Uh, no. I think it's bigger than that. I don't know. This is conspiracy theory. I should put on my hat. Tip four hats on. Okay. It, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, what are the chances they're telling the truth here? Hmm. A, I would say that this is a distraction from something. I mean, look at the track record of which way this is going. And 
I mean, anything to get us talking about it, it worked, right? Like, look, we're we're talking yeah. about it, so we're acknowledging if, it. So if we're talking about unexplained pregnancies, what 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 do you think their next thing is gonna what do you think their next little thing they're gonna say is? I have too logical of a mind to imagine the next bullshit they're gonna oh, come out. Oh, it's gonna with. be this. Jesus was an alien. <laughs> oh, they've already canceled Jesus. No, no, I'm being serious. <laughs> Wait, what? Listen, hear me out. Okay. These people are trying to remove God from society. Uh-huh. They're trying to remove all Christian values from society. Mm-hmm. They're trying to create a scenario where people have no morals and no no moral standard and no traditional values at all. That's their goal. Mm-hmm. Their goal is to demoralize society so they can control it. Yeah. What better way than to convince people that God is just a made-up story and Jesus is just made up? I mean, I don't even know if they have to go to that extent anymore because they closed the churches like during COVID yeah. in violation of like unequivocally your first member rights, there are so few, the, the number of people that are practicing Christians or identify as Christian has just been on a steep and steady decline. I believe it's actually lower than the number of people that don't identify as Christians anymore in, in society. They're taking away every fundamental core value. And I think that the number one mistake our founding fathers made in drafting the constitution was assuming people would always believe in God. And it's led to this societal issue. And the reason Democrats and the left particularly are very anti-religion is because they cannot stand the fact that people can live their lives with a higher sense of purpose and higher deity than them than, than themselves being the Democratic Party. They can't stand that people have principles that rise above them. And that's why they want to they take want it to out. be the saviors. they want to be the end all be all yeah. the supreme authority. They don't like that people can be, you know, can be swayed to do the right thing. Because not only of their moral compass, but because they know that in the end, doing what's right is always going to reward you better than whatever it is that they think that they can provide you. Well, I think universal law, I've seen enough in my life, you couldn't convince me otherwise of that. When you do the right thing, the right things happen to you. When you do the wrong thing, the wrong things happen. I've, I've, I've had so much of my life go my way because I try to do the right thing. Now, have I always done the right thing? No, I haven't. But I try to the do the right thing. Intention was always yeah and, yeah, and good things have happened to me because of that. I believe it. Yeah. I've observed it a lot, dude. I've coached fucking thousands and thousands of people, entrepreneurs, not entry-level motherfuckers. I'm talking about people that are already wealthy. I've seen it in them. It's real shit. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, you call it the universe. You call it God. You call it, you call it whatever you want. The way this fucking, the way this universe works is your intent that's put out and your actions that are put out are done back to you in some way. I've just seen that. You couldn't convince me otherwise. And so if they can convince people that that's all bullshit by making the story of Jesus and God some sort of fairy tale thing, right? They have a chance to get more control. And right now, I feel like they are losing. I feel like they are taking L after L after L after L. They are certainly not winning. No. I mean, every day it's unraveling. So I just don't understand why there is this whole notion of like the silent majority. I'm like, why the hell were you silent? You know, like, oh, well, we're winning. That's a weapon. People are so afraid. And they're like, well, I'm just following orders. Or or like, I I could lose my job over this. Or police officers that are enforcing these unconstitutional mandates. I'm just following orders, and I'm just like, yeah. Well, so did the uh, officers at the at 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 Auschwitz. Yeah, you know, they were just following orders too. So, at what what if your order was to go outside and shoot someone? Is it any different than if you put an injection into someone's body and they end up dying because of it? I mean, people don't understand that their their purpose needs to rise above 
what is easy. People need to start becoming comfortable with being uncomfortable because society is never going to change. And you sort of just have a duty as, as a citizen to, to rise up and stand up against what's right and what's wrong. Look at Southwest Airlines. Pilots said, no, we're not going to fly. Boom. It falls apart. The issue is that we don't confront issues. We just end up setting our boundaries, but it's just done with a, a pencil. Yeah. And as soon as someone encroaches on our boundaries, being our rights, we just draw backwards. Like, no, set your boundaries, know where you stand on issues, be firm in those issues, make sure that they're lawful and they're in accordance with your rights. And you say, hey, don't get near me. Don't infringe on these rights. Don't infringe on my boundary. If you do, I'm going to beat the shit out of you. Yeah. And as soon as you step on it, you punch them in the mouth. Yeah. Because every time we keep moving the goalposts backwards, we keep backing up, backing up, backing up, letting them infringe more and more and more and more. And once you set that tone, you cannot undo it. David didn't wait for Goliath to come to the city. He grabbed a tiny ass rock, walked outside of it and met him outside and knocked him out. That's what it's about. That's the story of David and Goliath. What it, it, It's not about, you know, oh, you can overcome anything with, you know, small means. No, it's about taking initiative and putting that fight in and not expecting everyone else to do it for you. That's why I'm filing all these lawsuits. Yeah. That's why you're so vocal. Like you started off earlier saying you don't like doing it, yeah. but you're doing it because it's a sense of duty and yeah. people need to get a kick in the ass to realize that they need to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. If you lose your job, guess what? There are other jobs out there. I understand that there are circumstances that you may have that I don't know or I don't have in my life. Everyone's life is different, but just like what I said when I started speaking today during this episode was that everyone has their own shit. Everyone has their own baggage and, and it's for you to decide what you do with it. But after losing multiple jobs, you know, because of my beliefs and what I stand for, I am so much happier. I have so many close, much better friends and friendships than I've ever had in my life. I've gotten back with friends that I lost, you know, throughout high school and college because of things that were changing. I have the best group of friends that I've ever had. I am doing much better business-wise, financially. I'm, I'm taken care of, yeah. you know? And I would rather have 5% of society like me than have 100% of society bullshit me and think that they do. Yeah. Because I know who I am. People just need to get that conviction to stand up and realize, just like what you said, if you do the right thing, it is going to reward you. You may not know how, and that's the fear people have, that fear of the unknown, but just take the leap and do it. Yeah, people also want to, they, they, I think a lot of people recognize that um, it's going to be an inconvenience and it's going to take some, like, you know, maybe switching careers or moving jobs. That's a hard thing for people, right? But what they don't realize is that in the big picture, that's a minor inconvenience compared to what you're giving up to stay silent. And in my opinion, from what I've observed for the last 25 years, bro, is that when they started putting this political correct notion into play, because, dude, a lot of people who are of, you know, 20 years old and younger, you've never lived another way. You don't have the fucking perspective of this. I do. All right. It wasn't always that words offended people or that you couldn't say what you thought or this or that. Dude, when I was growing up, you said whatever the fuck you want. And, and people either liked it or they didn't. We had better jokes. Everybody laughed. We all got along. It was we grew up watching South Park. Yeah. But bro, the, when they started pulling out, tro like making trophies for every kid and pulling the flag out of the classroom and, uh, you know, removing the Pledge of Allegiance from schools, you know, and, and all this shit, we, they, they started to install the idea of being politically correct. Okay. And the idea of being politically correct was, well, we got to say this a certain way so that so-and-so doesn't get offended. And that was intentionally installed into our culture 
for people to learn how to self-censor. That was the beginning of this subversion that we've dealt with for the last 20 years, which has been going on, or maybe longer. And it worked because they capitalized and they just weaponized so, empathy. That's right. And they, shame. And shame. And so, so culturally, people are conditioned now in this country to not... See, when, when I was growing up, bro, it was like you were a proud American and you spoke up for what's right and you did what's right. And that and it didn't matter if people didn't agree with it. You you did that. That was how I was raised. That was that's how my friends are that are the same age as me. They're all the same. And the guys older than me, they're like that too. But they install this idea of political correct where people think that they have to value someone being offended at you. I don't fucking care that you're offended. Yeah. I don't fucking care. That's that's a you problem, bro. Exactly. That's not a me problem. Okay. And people now have this issue where they value other people's feelings more than what's right. Well, I, I mean, I just don't care about how something makes someone else feel when it's highlighting their own shortcomings because of their own volition. There's a difference between making yes. fun of something or someone for circumstances that are outside of their control. Someone who was born with a disability that can't walk. You know what? I guarantee you, if you've ever met someone with cerebral, cerebral palsy and you said that they were disabled around them or something like that, first off, they probably are more functional than a lot of people that have no disability because they had to work. They had yes. to work for it. Yes. But secondly, I have never once met someone with a legitimate disability that was offended by the term disabled. I have never once met, met someone who was black that got offended by being called African-American versus being called black. It's always white people that are offended by calling them African-American because it insinuates that they're a derivative of slavery because by virtue of coming from Africa. I've never heard a black person say that. Well, yeah, BLM rallies. Why is it white people that are yelling at black people for supporting white people, but the black people aren't part of the BLM movement, which we now know was just laundering money. It's That's like it. it gets so backwards <laughs> and inside out that this political correctness turns into a circle where, let me get this straight, you're yelling at a black person because black lives matter. What? You know, how do you get that? Here? You're fucking spitting on him. Yeah. Bro, they threw a fucking egg at Larry Elder. Like oh. that looked like some 1960 shit. Yeah. You know, like dude, in a gorilla fuck. mask. They were wearing a gorilla mask. Yes, dude. And Larry Elder is one of the nicest fucking people you could ever fucking meet ever. Mm. Okay. Um, but, but dude, my, my, my hope in us having this conversation is that people realize that when you self-censor, not only are you furthering their agenda, but you are succumbing to their weapon that they designed for you to succumb to. Yep. That should piss you off. That should make you want to speak truth. There's no power. That in should make silent. you want to violate their fucking law, which is bullshit. Oh, you can't tell the truth because so-and-so going to get their fucking feelings hurt. Well, fuck you. Yeah. It's the truth. It is the truth. Hey, uh, real quick, guys, we got we got some more breaking news. Uh, I got again? we got to cover it. This literally just came out. Do I got to do the noise again? Yeah. Breaking news. Breaking news. I mean, like, it literally just came out. Senate confirms Kentaji Brown Jackson to be the first black woman to sit on the Supreme Court. At least they said woman this time. Yeah, no shit. Because before it said first black justice. I didn't know she was a, I didn't, what's a woman? Wait, she's black? Hold on. Okay. What's a woman? Yeah. I, I'm not a biologist, bro. Was she not a biologist? <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, listen, like, I, listen, 
I, I I may not be a veterinarian, but I know what the fuck a dog is. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, come on, like that was just stupid. But so this literally just came out. I feel like we we got to talk about it a little yeah. bit, man. She, they they just confirmed it. So the Senate confirmed President Joe Biden, Supreme Court nominee Kentaji Brown Jackson, um, in a historic vote that paves the way for her to be. This is a CNN article, by the way, guys. <laughs> fuck this dude. <laughs> To become the first black woman to serve in the highest court of the nation. Yep. We, she won't even define the word woman. I don't care if our Supreme Court consists of nine lesbian black women. If it's the nine individuals most qualified to interpret the Constitution unbiasedly. And do so. Clearly do so. I agree with you, bro. Mount v. Johnson, Tap v. Wamada, Sauragudis v. Capitol Police, Roland v. Superior Court, Park, Parker v. District or Bank of America. Those are all cases that Judge Jackson presided over in the district court as a federal judge. Now, my question is, with each case dealing with gender discrimination, how the fuck can you rule on a gender discrimination case when you don't know how to identify a gender? Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. So that was real breaking news. You guys didn't talk about this. And you you just rail that shit off in your brain? Man, no, on my computer screen. Dude. Shit. <laughs> I got a job for you. You can write I ten. Got all kinds of people. You can I write ten sue, words bro. down and let me look at it for thirty seconds, and yeah. I'll remember them frontwards or backwards tomorrow. All right. Hey, dude. All right, we got a special brain here. I'm, you're hired, <laughs> <laughs> bro. That was impressive. But no, I mean, like when you please continue with this. Impressiveness. I'm not gonna. I mean, it's on my screen. I'm not gonna lie about. Yeah, it. Yeah, but fuck, dude. <laughs> but I mean, were you impressed? Syed's the smartest guy in here. Were you impressed a little bit? Okay. I mean, bit. I literally am in the books all day, every day, reading about this law because there's so many egregious violations that I just, you know, it just eats me up. I love suing the president. Do you like sit at home and read this shit and then like start punching air and be like, fuck it, I'm going to get him? No. Because that's what uh, I, <laughs> I don't. I usually just like will post a meme or. You throw on like, uh, what's that movie? Uh, where Christian Bale's a serial killer, America's Psycho. America's Psycho. You like get fucking pumped. You're like, fuck this. I'm gonna get it. Like, dude, that's that's like. No, I mean, I just sit. Am there I telling and just, myself? I just sit there and type. <laughs> yeah. I mean, not, there's nothing more gratifying than when you see a court order come down that you're just slapping them left and right with like enjoining them, stopping the government from trampling all over you. I mean, all of our federal workers that are unvaccinated are supposed to be gone in November 22nd, and they're still going to work. They're never going to respond to those accommodation requests. You know, that's gratifying to me is I know that they're just sitting there. They don't know what to pissed. do. Yeah. They can't move. That's why yeah. the army's not responding now because they just got the injunction with the Navy that's blocking Navy and Wait, Marines. Who did all that? I mean, there's a group, there's a, there's, there's a total group of 17 lawyers that we communicate with regularly throughout the entire country that are now essentially playing a, attorney general for the federal government because we don't have an attorney general with a spine. He's more concerned about sending the FBI into calling people domestic terrorists in schools because God forbid they want to know what the hell they're having their kids oh, no, taught. No, no, no. He's, he's, he's calling people domestic terrorists who had their daughter literally fucking raped by a boy in a fucking woman's bathroom. Mm -hmm. That's why he, that's who he's worried about going after. They're worried about going after a dad who was literally fucking pissed off that they allowed a man in the woman's bathroom and his daughter was raped that's what they that's who the domestic terrorists are to them yep yep and it's never ever ever going to stop i mean it's just oh, it's gonna fucking stop it's not gonna stop on its own volition i mean that's why we tyranny, have to do something tyranny never stops itself no tyranny never stops it must itself. stop it must be stopped yep. violently
and it will be stopped. Look what Jody, look what happened with Jody O'Malley, the Project Veritas whistleblower. What happened? Blew the whistle with HHS. She's a federal employee. Blew the whistle, showing exposing stuff within within the HHS federally funded hospital. No wrongdoing was found by the Arizona Board of Nursing. No discipline. Her license remains active and in good standing. Five and a half million views on that YouTube video that Project Veritas put out. I know this because I'm her lawyer. And I was there with her through the entire thing. The point is, you don't have to think that you're some sort of martyr and that you're giving up everything that you have in the current life you have. Like we were saying, oh, it might be uncomfortable. We might have to get a career change. Well, guess what? If they try to fire you, fight back. Who can they call, Mike? Who can they call? I mean, you can call You need a 1-800 number, bro. I mean, (laughs) I need need a receptionist team. I have like 17,000 intakes. I have over 70,000 intakes that are unread that I have not opened yet because I just don't have time because there aren't enough lawyers fighting back on this. But if you want to reach out, you can at yoderesq.com or my Instagram if you can find me, good luck. It's like a scavenger hunt. It is hunt super hard to fucking find. Shadow me. band, uh, Yoder underscore ESQ. But you have to type the whole thing in. And the one with two Qs is my backup account. So good luck on finding me there. Dude, are you Q? N- you know? <laughs> now might be a good time Yoder to Yoder said he was Q on Real AF. He said he was two of them. Yeah. Two of them. <laughs> he was double Q. They did tag me in a Q that post That means two tinfoil hats. I was just like, oh, come on. What the hell is this? They, t- they put one of my tweets on that shit. And I was like, oh, fuck. Here, oh, here they come with the yep. pitchforks and torches. Well, those motherfuckers come for everybody, too. Yeah. They're no different than the fucking uh, the crazy TikTok fucking people. People That's need right. to have more of that, like, Dave Portnoy barstool, like, you know, attitude. And, like, they leak the sex tape. And he's like, so what? I like sex. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, that just takes the entire wind out of their sails when people like when you try to get canceled or attacked just be like yeah i sure okay did. <laughs> yeah and your point don't I, like react and get all like start like shit talking and getting in fights other tips don't comment ever on comments that's the number one rule on social media if someone comments something do not reply don't engage if you do it will not go well i learned that the hard way <laughs> i do i i just don't give a fuck yeah like fuck off for real. Is that okay? Is that an accurate description? That's how, yeah. That's fair. See, that's pretty I, I think that's fair. Yeah. You guys agree? Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> Cancel my shit so I can fucking grow all my other shit. Right. It's like all you're doing is bringing attention to the people that are going to like me. Right. I like me. I'm pretty awesome. Go tell everybody about me. Cancel my <laughs> shit. Dumbass motherfuckers. All right, guys. Our third and final headline for you. Headline number three. Headline reads. California DA opposed early release of Sacramento mass shooting suspect. Quote, we need to stop the chaos. Yeah. Yeah. You. Yeah. Gonna turn into an assault on handguns. Oh, I'm yeah. calling it. Not, no, not rifles. It. Because the Glock switch is what they're going to be going after. Because with the Glock, you can 3D print that switch. You can put it in it takes less than 30 seconds to put that in the back of your glock turns into a full auto handgun in the gangbangers on the west coast know how to 3d print it do you i think that they figured the specs out themselves probably not am i saying it's fast and furious 2.0 no but i'm not opining on the second point being is as soon as this comes out the very first social media stuff that you're seeing that's getting pushed by media oh was it full auto or something who gives a shit? There's six people dead. Right. And now you're already talking about the full auto nature of the gun. It's going to be another massive attack on the Second Amendment, and it's going to ride out let's, all the way through November. Let's hold on. I got this great idea. Yeah, go ahead. It's, it's, I'm fucking change. I think this will change everything. 
Okay. Okay. So these criminals, this the, these criminals, mm-hmm. let's make laws mm-hmm. that tell them they can't do stuff. Yeah, that sounds like a great. That's idea. a great fucking idea. Yeah. Like, Mike, let's just make some more laws. Like they'll probably obey them. Yeah, I'm sure uh, well, they will. There has never been a situation in world history that a law has deterred a criminal. No, yeah. What do you mean? You can't be a criminal if you follow that, the fucking law. That makes no sense. <laughs> that makes no sense. Wait. That was what? the most genius shit I've ever heard. Hold on. <laughs> my brain is leaking out my ears. There has never been a law that has deterred a criminal in world history. Yeah. Because you wouldn't be a criminal That's, if you followed you it. You know what, bro? That is fucking racist. <laughs> Andy, are you offended for me? I'm fucking offended. That is fucking racist. That's fucking racist. That's what you do. Like yeah. you don't have an argument back. It's just your fun. It's Bigot. obviously racist. It's like shake your magic eight ball. Homophobe. Yeah. Xenophobic. Racist. Yeah, misogynist. I, I think you belong to all of them. <laughs> oh man, yeah. my magic eight ball is broke. Yeah. <laughs> they shook the shit out of it. Oh, dude. Yeah, Holy so- fuck. Let's make some fucking laws yeah. so criminals will obey them. Are you fucking? We. Can we really be this fucking stupid in America? Are we yeah. this, like are the the common people like every every like rate normal person understands this, right? Mm-hmm. I, I mean, no, no, I'm being serious. Like, what is you, normal? You're a, that that's ableism. Oh man, <laughs> that's, ableist. That's a, yeah. Well, <laughs> I was about to say common folk. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Dude, how the fuck do you guys not understand that criminals don't follow the motherfucking law? How do we not understand that? How do we, how do we, how are you guys wiping your own asses? Have you ever looked at someone and like they're standing in front of you and you just have this thought like, yes, every day, holy shit, you're breathing yes. and blinking and vertical and you got clothed today and you're just like, how the hell did you make it here? <laughs> like you, you, you're alive. Like you kept a Brother, pulse. Yeah. You're this describing long. my entire fucking <laughs> existence of life. <laughs> uh, sometimes I just even ask. I'm just like, how did you do I think it? We're so, I and think they're like, what? I'm so, like, how are so you brothers here? here? I mean, yeah, that's racist I just look too. At, and like, I just look at them in awe. It's like when you see a piece of artwork that you don't know what it is, but you're kind of like, this is intriguing. I, I just give them that look. I'm like, how did you make it here? And, okay. So, so you understand <laughs> my pain. So when did you stop fucking asking them? How? Because like it took me a while to figure that out. I still ask him because I find the reaction hilarious. Yeah. But then also, I genuinely just want to know. And, and and yeah, they don't. They seem to be just as perplexed as me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, that's the fucking truth. Man. I was wondering the same thing, Mike. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like you're unsupervised and all, getting dressed in the morning and shit, and no helmet. They let you drive a car. Like, oh, no, yeah. I think fucking 30% of the country should be like literally consider at least maybe not forced. All right. Cause I'm not about forcing people to do anything, but you should consider wearing a helmet when you leave home. <laughs> like I'm being fucking serious. 3M dude. should start producing bubble wrap. Like they did mass. And, yeah. uh, you know, they motherfuckers make- will buy it. Yeah, no There's shit. 3M bro. If you, if you started putting people, you could make a, you ever seen, you ever heard of that movie boy, the bubble boy or boy in oh, a bubble, bubble or whatever yeah. you guys fucking yeah. know. Dude, if if somebody could have made a fucking billion dollars during COVID with that shit. Yeah. Because people would have fucking done it. Motherfucker be going down the street in a fucking hamster ball. <laughs> just wait till they fucking fart. They're done. Oh, bro. <laughs> bro. But but we but real shit though, this is fucked up. This this third topic is fucked up, man. It happens all the time in California. Well, it, it happens, happens every time. Every I yeah. who who do you think financed her fucking campaign? Uh, the starts with the S and ends with Oreos. Yeah. 
Yeah. Or, or Rose. I will, I'll be willing to bet that that, that, that that dude financed that campaign. Guaranteed. Yeah. Guaranteed, man. I mean, there was a bail fund that they were using to get the rioters out left and right all the time. Yeah. I mean, with the, with Antifa, I sued them too. Uh, with with Antifa, they bail them out. With the BLM This motherfucker riots. sued Antifa. Did yeah. You know yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, they, all, uh, they love Antifa. <laughs> I mean, I've gone out to Antifa, Planned Parenthood, Newsom, Pritzker, Cuomo, this uh, District of Columbia, Muriel Bowser, Biden, every single cabinet member. I mean, uh, if you if there's someone that is just antithetical to American values, I can almost guarantee you that I've sued them. <laughs> uh, dude. We're gonna be partners on something. Yeah, we gotta figure something yeah. out. We're gonna figure this out. <laughs> well, you're they a fucking. Just, you're see, like I got this platform. You're a fucking weapon. Yeah. Like, we need to assemble the weapons. Yeah. Autobots roll out. No, dude, it's like Voltron, bro. It's like fucking Voltron. If I could get, it's not. It's not Transformers. Briefs, it's I would Voltron sue every day. Because I'm not a, like everybody. Like, what are you? They're like, aren't you scared? I'm like, to what? Type words on a page and upload a document on the internet. Email it to a process server and tell them to go serve the re- the person sitting at the desk for the registered agent. Yeah. No. I'm not scared. Yeah. What am I scared of? I'm doing what's in the best interest of other people. And I'm doing what I went through hell in school to learn how to do. Yeah. I'm and not afraid. Not only that, you you are obligated to do what you do. Mm. I mean, it's my duty to country. It people is. died before me That's on right. foreign soil. And I'll damn well fight for our American values on domestic soil. That's right, bro. That's right. I fucking love that. Yeah. DJ's got googly eyes. Better be careful, bro. He's gonna get a little boner or something. Yeah, I'll flip this fucking table. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Our uh, final segment of the show. We have our thumbs up segment. Uh, so this, Mike, guys, if you're listening, your first time, thumbs up is where I show a headline, and it's either gonna get two thumbs up, meaning you like it, or two thumbs in the butt because it's fucking stupid. Um, and with that being said, our thumbs up headline reads: Man in Germany. Gets 90 COVID-19 shots to sell forged passes. So, so a 60-year-old man allegedly had himself vaccinated against COVID-19 dozens of times in Germany in order to sell forged vaccination cards with real vaccine batch numbers to people not wanting to get vaccinated themselves. Bro, he could just Google the vaccine batch number. Yeah, I mean... What? Uh, well, this goes back to what we just said a minute ago. <laughs> this is the guy, yes. and I'm wondering how he's alive. Yes. So the man, the- imagine him coming up with this idea and being like, "Bro, you." And the pharmacist too, aren't they? Like, hey, I've seen you before. No, he yeah, comes in like he comes in with a fake mustache the next time. <laughs> like, you don't remember me? He showed up in fucking blackface, like, bro. Fifty bro. first dates are like finding. No, it's not me. It's not me. <laughs> oh, I'm very much like one of your vaccines. Band aids from the day before, <laughs> dude. His oh, fucking, fuck? He's got Bill's palsy and shit. And you he's like, fucking, oh, man, dude, there's. No, how much was no. he selling him for? That's the only thing I'm concerned. It better about. be a lot, but uh, I guarantee it wasn't. Uh, I don't think it, I don't think it says so. So so the man from from the eastern Germany city. <laughs> of, it's like that little John song. Shot, 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 shot. <laughs> <laughs> So Can they hear you on, do you got a mic on, is that mic on the show now? Is that a new addition? Hey, or, but can they hear you? Oh, they, all right. Yeah. All right, good. I want them to hear you. You're, fu- <laughs> you're, you're a fucking funny motherfucker. <laughs> so the man from the Eastern Germany city <laughs> of Magdeburg. <laughs> Bro, throw that in here for this guy. He's like a couple seconds. <laughs> 
whose name was not released in line with Germany uh, German privacy rules, is said to have received up to 90 shots against COVID-19 vaccine um, at centers in the eastern state of Saxony for months until criminal police caught him uh, this month and the German news agency DPA reported this past Sunday. Uh, the suspect was not detained but is under uh, investigation for unauthorized issuance of vaccination cards and document forgery, DPA reported. Um, yeah, I... <laughs> Listen, I, like I'm, I'm a nationalist, I'm a patriot, but I'm not getting fucking ninety fucking. I'm not doing. It. I'm not getting one. No, I don't think I can do it. I mean, but I do like the like like I, I don't know. Appreciate the hustle. Yeah, I mean, like I mean, a for effort. I don't know. I'm trying to figure out what the fuck he was thinking. Like, is this just about money? Yeah, I don't know if he was selling them or or is he what? trying to help people that like like uh, yeah, help that, people out that didn't want really couldn't get it. Like, yeah, first I, of all. Like, because there might be some noble shit in there. Maybe, but like, but like, you should have did the what the one dude did in Italy with the fake, fake arm. You should have did some shit like that. Like, I don't know if I would take that shit, man. Well, my question, I have like a couple questions. One is like, you have to give them your ID to get the vaccine, right? Is this then a they write fake your name story? On it. Is no, this a no? Is this a fake story to make it seem like the vaccine's really not harmful and the dude could take sixty shots? Oh shit! Because mm. like, yeah, I mean, where's the fucking reactions? I mean, bro, after ninety of them, bro. I mean, you'd be fuck. Come on, dude. Yeah. 90 of like any vaccine will probably fuck you up. I'm sure. Right? Yeah. Fuck. I'm just saying. I mean, this is the shit that they put in the media that I'm just like, who goes to work in the morning and feels fulfilled writing this? <laughs> like, this is what you're going to talk about today. How do I, they- I, I wonder about this, that kind of shit too. Like, what kind of fucking talks do they have? Like, okay, guys, we're going to really fucking put out some heat today. I got one for you. <laughs> it says a 60-year-old man allegedly had himself vaccinated. Oh, that means it's bullshit. So see, people only read headlines. Man allegedly got up to got up to nine. So allegedly got up to 90. So he got so zero. So it's not even that he's saying he's yeah. got. So he allegedly okay. got up to 1,600,042 shots. That's where they get people with headlines because they know that we're too lazy. So we don't read shit. If people don't pay attention where it's like. It's a wordplay. Man gets up to, man gets 90 COVID shots reported okay, reports let, say let me ask you this we're talking about free speech legit question is it free speech to use deceptive headlines or should headlines actually be accurate well when we talk to a bunch of mouth breathers and knuckle draggers yeah i mean that's where it's deceptive well what i think bro i think and you should that, be able to deduce yeah, that but on don't your own. you think the average human being on the planet of average intelligence should be able to watch the news and and trust that it's the news yeah yeah, but I don't know if we've ever been able to do that. Okay, I agree with you on that. I, I don't, don't think that I, the news has ever been objective. It's, I don't think it's ever been that. I think it's always been a weapon to fucking propagate whatever they're doing. Always. Yeah, all the way back to fucking just newspaper ads and fucking I think cigarettes they, are I good think for you. I think in the beginning, it was like maybe 100 years ago, was like, oh, okay, we got to tell people the news. And once they realized but once that they figured fucking, out yeah. that they could fucking manipulate yeah. everybody with it, that changed everything. Yeah. Why do you think that pro sports was the last group to become involved in the political cultures. Because think about it. Why is Ellen famous? Why is Oprah famous? What did they do to earn that or deserve that fame? Why is it that all these artists in, in, in the music industry are auto-tuned? Why is it that these actors and actresses all of a sudden get these roles? Because you can regulate the people and promise them if they do X, Y, or Z for yeah. you or spout out what you want them to say, you can give them this glory and this fame. You can create them in any way that you want them to be. That's what you right. can't do is you cannot instill athletic ability into someone no matter how hard you try to manufacture it. Mm. You could be busting your ass in the gym every day, working on form. 
But damn it, there are some people that just will never hit a golf ball straight. There are some people that will never be able to dunk. There are some people that will never be able to, you know, to, to play football or, or, or kick a soccer ball. It's an innate ability, which is why athletics and sports have always been disenfranchised from all of the others mass celebs. Yeah. Stuff. So what do you do when you get what do you do when you have that problem? When you have what problem? The problem that you can't manufacture the same narrative through sports as you can with people you can control. What do you do? You dictate whether they can play or not. Okay. And how do you do that? Create shit. I mean, look Hold at on. make stuff up. Maybe, maybe you just place one of your people at the head of that organization. I mean, look what they did to Kyrie. No. I mean, like, look what they did to what Kyrie. About maybe, maybe you take the commissioner, so to speak, of each league. Yeah. And you bribe them. Or you pay them, or you blackmail them. Yep, and it's the, it's the same old age. That if you can't beat them, join them. Yeah. I mean, the Republican Party was founded for the sole purpose of preventing slavery from going into the newly acquired Western People, territories. Yeah, Democrats. The KKK was founded you know heavily in the it? South. What's that? You know who formed the Republican Party? Who? Who? Who really formed it? Which the Ulysses S. Grant in uh, Wisconsin? Rad radical Republicans. Yep. And did you know that the Supreme Court on the uh, the, the Plessy versus Ferguson, the Two justices that voted against it were Republican. The seven that voted in favor of it were Democrats. Did you know that after Lincoln's assassination, the vice president, uh, Johnson, was a Democrat, opposed Reconstruction. They wanted to oppose the 13th, 14th, and 15th Amendments. And then once it gets passed, they install poll tax. Fine, okay, now it's legal for you. You have a right to vote as a, as a black person in America. And then it goes into, well, we're going to make it hard for them to get to the polls. So they use the KKK to instill fear and try to cripple them into staying at home by burning crosses. They impose literacy tests and poll tax to keep black people from voting then. And then, well, fine. Those get struck down as unconstitutional. The next thing you know, well, fine. We don't want them to vote. We couldn't suppress them. We couldn't ostracize them. So the next thing we're going to do is we're going to welcome them in with open arms and say, oh, we're going to help you. We're going to champion all your everything about you. And all they do is now that's, them. that's the point where every person that thinks they're a Democrat that's black says, well, yeah, they switched. No, they switched their fucking strategy. Yeah, no shit. Yeah. That's it. Like they said, instead, of, instead of being openly against them, we'll invite them in and then we'll just still fuck them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then in the six, I mean, it goes up to the 60s. The longest filibuster in, in, in congressional history was when they were trying to filibuster the Civil Rights Act from getting right. through. That's right. There's like, oh, it's the big switch. Bullshit. It's the big switch. Yeah. If it's a big switch, then explain why BLM got $9 million in donations and bought a $6 million mansion in California and your leaders are getting indicted for wire fraud. Because if it, if you cared, I haven't seen any gentrification in low income communities. I haven't seen any scholarships. Trump put on the platinum plan, which was going to put $500 million right. into low income communities to gentrify it. And Bro, they sniffed at it. Here's the truth. If you're black and you vote Democrat, you are highly uninformed. Mm -hmm. Highly, highly, highly uninformed. The good thing is, though, now, I mean, the good thing is that a lot of people I think are a lot seeing of, that. They are. They are seeing but it. But there's still this hesitation because, like, it's kind of like, you know, it's social belonging. Yes. They don't want to be the, they don't want to be called Uncle Tom. Yeah. And same with masks. I mean, no, people I, kept I, wearing them because they don't want to offend other people. They don't want to be ostracized from their group. DJ likes when they call them. That's what I, I actually like it. Yeah. I mean, that's fine. Like, oh, Tom is the, I mean, it, listen, he prefers listen, Uncle DJ. But. Mike, listen, if we were still in slavery, right, you know, I would, I would, I would be called, a, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in the house is what they would tell me. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, know, you got people on the field. You got, where were you getting, you getting fucking manicures and shit? No, I'm just saying. You get it, manicures? It does have AC in there. Wait, that's all on. I'm saying. Yeah, you get manicures. Yeah, I do. Yeah. That's what I thought. Bro, I couldn't fuck. You think I, I wouldn't be able to do that shit in the field, bro? Fuck no. <laughs> fuck that. <laughs>
Go get that shit. <laughs> motherfucker, it's hot out there. <laughs> Back there, it's hot in there too, bro. Hey, y'all motherfuckers got lemonade inside. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what oh, we got a final, final, final answer oh, on this? Oh, bro, this is two thumbs in the butt. It's a fucking made That's up story. Joe Biden's arm. No shit. No, <laughs> Joe Biden. flabby Joe, Joe Biden's arm looks like a fucking gorilla. Yeah. Like he, it's he, hairy. Dude, I'm a hairy dude. He's hairier than yeah. that. I've yeah. seen more of Joe and Hunter than I ever want to see. Oh, my God. Dude. That's how about that? Let's talk about that shit. Yeah. What the fuck? Well. Bro, how is this going to play out? Did you ever look into where his Malibu house is? Because it's right across the street from a top secret drug rehab facility people don't know about. But you can look it up on Google Maps. Uh, I, I'm not going to dig any further into yeah. that, but you know, how? First off, Some how the one that we're paying thirty grand. A do month you for? have to be yeah. to record all your shit? And like, have you seen the like? Have you seen any of that? Oh, like, seen a, it all. We've seen. Or he's all. like doing a plank on, uh, between the couch and the table. I'm like, yeah. what are you doing, dude? And he's naked. Yeah, like what kind yeah, of drug does got, this? He's got M and M's on his fucking dick. Like, yeah, like it's fucking weird. You shit, You had to bro. set up a camera to do a plank between like a console table and a couch naked like you set a timer on something yeah like what was going through your mind crack all of it <laughs> did you fucking just say crack who said that that's a fuck that, that is exactly what is going through his mind not fucking to mention crack. if you if the money the amount of money what, what was going through his mind all of it yeah. <laughs> like it, not to mention his dad's the one that passed the crime bill of 96 that targeted using yeah. crack because it led to the largest mass incarceration of African-Americans just to parlay the subjects because they yeah. seemingly have a great tie. But Hunter, I mean, this is how I look at it. Hunter is the drug mule of the crime family. Hunter is the workhorse that they use oh, yeah. to generate all the money. Yes. Like, like as a crime syndicate or a crime family, Hunter is the one that they use as the workhorse. Yeah. And I don't know if he's always been this stupid. But it could have been the drug. Well, did use. you read the text where he says that? He reads the te there's a text message chain that where he basically is bitching about how everybody uses him for all the dirty shit they don't want to fucking do. And they flew this dude all over the world to basically say, hey, my dad's about to become president or my dad's vice president. Give me fucking X and we'll do this. And that's what he did for the whole fucking world. That's why you motherfuckers that think this dude and, and that they that you call president right now, this guy is a fucking agent. Right. This guy is fucking compromised. Okay. He's passing laws and doing things that are not in the interest of our country. He's repaying all those fucking He was favors. buying Russian oil while funding Ukraine. He was letting two fucking million illegal immigrants come in because the black people ain't going to vote for him anymore. Right. We could go on and on and on and on and on and on and on. This is the intentional destruction of America on the behalf of a foreign country. Do I know which one? I don't. But that's what's happening. Your fucking president that you voted for because you hated a dude's tweets is now taking the future away from your fucking children. It's no and different than what Hitler on did. A, on purpose. Well, it's no different than what Hitler did because now instead of doing it by brute force, it's being done through silent and like psychological opposition to get people to voluntarily succumb instead yeah. of just mass exterminating them. I mean, the whole goal here is not on behalf of another country. It's to not have countries. They want to yeah, have. Yeah, that's right. A uniform objective. That's right. And it's nothing new. And U.S. is the, one of the strongest nationalist countries that are one of the only nationalist countries remaining, at this yeah. point where people actually still take pride in being a fucking American. Well, it's, they're it, trying to remove that. 
it goes back to like the, like hundreds of years ago. It's not even modern society. Like every war that has ever been fought has been over land or religion. Now it's manufactured bases, the Crusades, the invasions. Where they had to move the, they had to move the palace, uh, the Pope Palace from from Rome to southern France in Avignon because they had a lot of conflict between religion, religion and land. It's all about just human and innate instinct to have control. It's how we're predisposed as 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 spe- as, as a species. So, of course, they're going to continually try to expand their borders. Of course, they're going to try to continually expand their power because no one is ever satisfied. If anyone plays golf, even if you have a great round, you're like, damn it, I missed two putts. I could have been two strokes shorter. Or if you have a hell of a year, you make more money than you've ever made in your life. You're going to be like, what could I have done differently? We have that innate drive and it's not going to stop because you're given a position of power. That's why Reagan said the government that governs best is the government that governs least. That's truth, man. Real man. It's the truth. Well, listen, guys, Mike, appreciate you making the trip, man. Hey, it's a pleasure to be out here. I love everything about what you guys do and what you stand for, what your company stands for. I've met so many people at work here and they're just all incredible. The way that everyone just operates autonomously with respect, like you don't have to oversight, oversee them. I mean, the product that you guys put out is top notch. Uh, it, you know, I, if this could be a template, this should be the, the, the prototype of how every business in, this, in, in America should be ran without a limit on what you can achieve because- Or maybe a country. You know, hell, if you ran a country like a business, maybe we'd do a little bit better. There oh, wait, we, we did when we had Donald Trump as president That's for right, four man. fucking years. That's right. And look at that. Hey, <laughs> real quick, dude, how could people support you? So we I have mean, a very supportive base here. Yeah, I mean, like, honestly, I, uh, I will not charge service members. That's something that I personally hold. I feel that they've, you know, they paid me in full already by putting the uniform on. Um, and right now I don't collect donations just because I can't collect legal fees and the scrutiny that I'm under. Um, but essentially just follow me on social media. If you can find my Instagram sharing content. One of the other things that I'm working on launching is I'm, it's, it's, it's called Lawyer Ed. And, and I'm parlaying it into the, what's called the, six, the uh, 1789 Project where I'm doing workshops teaching people about their constitutional rights. And instead of you being in a situation where you have to pay 5K for a lawyer to help get you out of something that you could probably do on your own, like filing an EEOC claim or understanding your rights if you're pulled over or just going through basic things like this, I want to start like an educational course that's just straight up 100 bucks flat rate. I will never raise it. Just that's what you pay. You get the course, you get the templates, you get the materials, you get the live webinar with Q&A. And I want to start educating people. Like I want to eradicate the profession of being a lawyer because people actually know what they need to know and they have the ability to represent themselves in limited capacities, of course. I'm not saying trials and stuff, but just basic rights, no basic law on what you can and cannot do and be able to research and, and empower people like that. That's something that I'm really working on. So once that goes out, you know, signing up for, uh, for classes and stuff like that. But, you know, what about your workshops? The workshops right now, I'm going to probably be doing them again next week. I'm going to be launching it, um, uh, another series of those. But it's yodersq.com and you can go to the workshops tab and sign up. And who there. are the workshops for? Anyone. I mean, any like right now I'm doing the first like constitutional law course I've ever done. It's a four week course and I and I've it literally sold out. I did th- Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday nights. It sold out. I capped it at 150. Each night was just booked all the way through. And it was just from me pushing on Instagram. And so many people just love because I'm giving them like case briefs. I'm going through like PowerPoints. I'm explaining how the law works why you can file in this state court, why you can file in federal court, what rights you actually have. So when you actually get confronted by your employer saying, oh, you need to get vaccinated, you're not just like, uh-oh, do I? Or what happens if you get pulled over? They say, roll your window down. Uh-uh, do I have to do that or not? Yes or no, you're scared. 
So like people need to know just this institutional knowledge. What if you have a landlord tenant dispute? Like I just want to give people basic skills and basic knowledge so you can go about living your life in this country comfortably, knowing that the law is on your side. Um, so I'm going to probably be launching another series next week. That's a, it's a four week course, but uh, people want to sign up there. It's, you know, I've you guys should support never got any bad re okay? reviews. My, you guys should be support him because he does a lot of this work that he does. He does pro bono. Okay. He's not collecting fees and this rich tycoon lawyer that you may think he is. So it's important that we support him in his courses and his, in his uh, in workshops and things like that. that. You're going to be better in yourself. Yeah, that's right. He's an incredibly intelligent yeah. human. He knows a lot of things about a lot of things. So you can learn a lot from this dude and it's important that we support him. So um, I just wanted to say that for you guys. Where can they support you on these things? Uh, you can go to my website, yoderesq.com, Y-O-D-E-R-E-S-Q.com. There's also currently a, uh, it's called Freedom Fighters. There's a give, send, go uh, forward slash Freedom Fighters, which is the crowd fund for the federal uh, workforce and the employers, or excuse me, the federal workforce, as well as the military. I'm representing the entire U.S. military filing class actions currently um, to try to get injunctions stopping them from being discharged. We got the federal workers injunction going and we're still trying to bring that one home. So that's another way you can you can help support. Cool. But uh, yoderesq.com, social media, uh, yoder underscore ESQ on Instagram. You have to type the full name out to find yeah, me. Guys, I don't generally ask you to like, hey, straight up support, support this people. But I'm asking you to support Gridens, to support Yoder. And let's uh, let's let's support some of these fucking weapons that, are, that we have. OK. So well, I appreciate bro, that. Yeah, man. Thanks for coming on the show, dude. Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah. All right, guys, that's the show. Uh, please pay the fee if you enjoyed the show, and I'll see you next time. Yeah. Went from sleeping on the floor. Now my jewelry box froze. Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove. Counted millions in the cold. Bad bitch, booted swole. Got her on bankroll. Can't fold. Does a no. Headshot, case closed. Close.